0: jerk practice sketch boys love to reminisce yeah out of the
1: way slow ass (laughs) ass.
2: (laughs) drag ass
3: i feel like it's a coach thing because we've been watching a lot of like sports documentaries so like i i assumed a coach at some point called me a slow ass and is forever etched into my brain as the worst insult that can be leveled against a human
1: I had, uh, one of my baseball coaches, his name was, uh, and he was a teacher of mine too, in like seventh grade. Um, but a little intense for children's sports. And there was a lot of pull your head out of your asses, slow asses, <laughs> but like the best guy ever. But I remember <laughs> I, I, he always <laughs> let me play in the games, but like, it was always like time for laps. And I'd literally just start my lap and then run home. <laughs> And it would always be like, I'm not letting you play this game. Drywall, get in. <laughs> Cause kids just didn't show up. Cause <laughs> nobody gives a shit about re- that stuff.
3: I remember in middle school, like once you start like sports, like once you start identifying with sports, like I had a bunch of friends that were like, yeah, you should join cross country. And I was like, I am a fat, slow ass. There is no way <laughs> I'm doing cross country. Like, no dude, it's real cool because, uh, my buddy lives right next to the middle school. Yep. So when we're supposed to run cross country for practice, we just go to his house and play Sega and drink Mountain Dews. And I was like, that sounds great in theory until you are at a tournament where you actually have to run 26 miles. Yeah. Just don't join just cross like, country, play Sega Genesis <laughs> like, and drink yeah, exactly. Mountain Dews. That's
1: insane. That logic is flawed. <laughs> These kids named Sagan or what? <laughs> It's my buddy Sagan and Gates or who's the one that just died? Legless? Who's the, what's his name?
3: Oh, uh um God damn. It. Stephen yeah. Hawking? I Stephen already Hawk, forgot Hawking about and it. Gate.
1: That's how inconsequential Hawks was. <laughs> that would legs, be like a Jeopardy joke. Like, what's legless and squeak squawks? Uh Stephen Hawking. Oh, he has
3: legs, right? Sorry. <laughs> they just don't work. I love it. Sagan and Hawks sounds like a like an 80s lady detective show. Uh
1: it would be yeah. perfect, but if we're being honest, it's most likely just going to be an adult swim show. That's squigglyly animated.
2: Mm-hmm. Sagan and yeah.
1: Hawks. Mm-hmm. Sagan and Hawks. They rise to the stars and they're solving your crimes. Come on, Sagan.
3: <laughs> Sagan, hop on my lap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't hop on my lap. Uh,
1: Dagon. I was just going to repeat it. That's like the fourth time (laughs) I repeated it. Well, we know our catchphrase. (laughs) There was actually a show, by the way, called Ironsides. Did you know that? Oh, yes,
3: there was. Yeah. I thought it was
2: the premise.
3: It was a wheelchair detective. Oh, Uh, no, I think he was like a Perry Mason. He was like a D.A. Or sure.
1: D.A. But. Was that an acceptable thing? Like, I, it sounds spicy to me. Like, uh-huh. like, or was it uplifting back then? Like,
0: come
3: on, Ironsides. I accept you. I think they brought that. It was an old show. I think they brought it back within the last five years. What was it called? Like. Ironsides again. Aluminum rails. <laughs>
2: <laughs> come on, they oxygen his mask. Right, yeah, is this wheelchair from 1910?
3: Oh yeah, uh, just one of those. Cr- I think crickety old evil looking wheelchairs and, that weren't comfortable at all.
2: An right. FDR, it's made of hickory. Yes, back
1: when things mattered. Back when a crutch could actually put another man in crutches
3: than old whap. Was it? Wasn't FDR's wheelchair just like a patio chair with wheels? It was exquisite. <laughs> it,
1: yeah, it was. It was one of those old beautiful oak mahogany. You know a little wider than needs be, so he can you know set his bottle at gin next to him <laughs> hand- ha- Cherokee handcrafted lap blanket <laughs> I just can't believe the shift from fdr being no like I honestly didn't know fDr was paralyzed maybe I knew it in high school, but like that shit was never brought up.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and you know, until recently, it's just like, why I get like back then why they hit it. I mean, I don't, and it's bizarre that the media or even like uh, uh, rival publications didn't like utilize it, but they didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't broach the subject. And then even, you know, 60 years later, like, schools aren't even like, do you see how um, positive this is that we had a disabled president? They just didn't bring it up.
3: Right, yeah. There was just that sort of gentleman's agreement about not, like, we could bury him by calling him, a you know, like, he's telling everybody he's got no legs. Do you think they had
1: board meetings <laughs> like that? Like, where they're like, one guy's just like, that's gonna backfire, I feel, boss.
3: I feel like Hearst had a few meetings like that, I bet. You think?
1: I'm gonna bring him down. Him and Hollywood.
2: <laughs> which uh, which of y'all's baby is that?
1: <laughs> That's mine. She's having a rough go, man. She's hearing all this. She's like, what did they say? Get on my lap four times? Get another Ironsides? bit. Ironsides? Jeopardy
2: jokes? <laughs> <laughs> jokes?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Are you
2: just uh, inured to it, Case? I... You don't even hear it no more?
3: Oh, no, I do. I do. Oh, I I tend
1: to be able to not hear it already. Oh,
0: (laughs) now it's.
2: I hope we
1: don't. So Casey has (laughs) left the screen. Uh, Very slowly, took his headphones
2: off and exited screen. Left
1: very dad calm, but underneath (laughs) there's potentially a storm (sighs) brewing. But I won't Uh. insert sound effects here that make. Casey sound like a, a mean dad. Oh, he's back.
2: Good. Was it was it rude to bring it up? No, no.
1: <laughs> I inserted uh, kung fu sound effects as you exited.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just class.
1: yeah. Is that a coconut? What have you guys been up to? Is that a coconut lacroix? No, it's mango. Have you had a coconut LaCroix? Yes, I have. Whoever did that shit should be excommunicated from the carbonated <laughs> water business.
3: Too I don't far. Mind a coconut. You don't mind a coconut? No, it's get a little extra. I'm used to the citrus.
1: Yeah, I'm odd, used because citrus makes sense. Coconut, you just it's like it leaves a it doesn't leave a film, but it's a perceived. It's in my. It's a brain
2: film. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it tastes milky. Not milky, it tastes cre- like oily. Beetlejuice ain't the only one that went tropical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Didn't they go tropical first? Let me, I'll
1: be right back.
2: It, oh, my keys.
1: Insert sound effects.
2: LaCroix already tastes like nothing, was my point. It has been... How do you water down coconut water?
1: It has been officially further. determined via the LaCroix people that it is pronounced LaCroix.
2: Oh, okay. That's Did true. I say La Croix or La Croix?
1: La Croix. I probably La Croix. said both. The same Venice. La Croix. Man. Venice? How's Brooklyn? Um,
2: it's rainy. Yeah. Humid. Yeah. I uh, I miss I miss Oregon. Really? I left a piece of me there this time, for sure. I love this place. I love my apartment. I'm going to miss it a lot. But I uh, can't wait to get back to Oregon.
1: I had a deep, deep fondness for, or fondness, a yearning for Brooklyn over the last week because our buddy Eric Bergstrom was on Colbert. Did oh, Did you yeah. see that? Mm-hmm. So, so good. I didn't just see him. It. I knew he was on. Every, it's the small things that trigger me that's just like, ah. Could use a little New York. Could use a little piping. Out of the way, slow ass. I need a little. I need Some a little of his, you know, I've heard.
2: I heard all those jokes before, but finally, they get the big audience and the huge reaction that they deserve. I feel like, yeah. When I saw that,
1: I thought he he crafted his set perfect, but I was waiting for. Uh, what? What is? Look at me. What? What is? What is like? Face me. Face me. I I thought it was coming close because he he did have. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a really really good set.
2: Does he always do that like faux, uh crowd work? Because that struck me as improvised when he first did that, but what it was it's me
1: I think I think he does he th- think he does that at the Cobra Club just because his audiences are insane at the Cobra Club
2: <laughs> and he's and he's not like a get up there and say hi type of comedian. He just needs something <laughs> to make a connection.
1: Yeah, he needs some yeah.
2: instigation. And battle me is is battle, yes, battle me. me. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. A direct challenge, somehow fitting.
1: It's cool. I mean, he like it. Just goes to show you that that one line format still crushes. Doesn't matter. Still mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. in kind of hipstery audiences, and then just that broader. G-huh. Audiences, do you like that? <laughs> I, by the because way, <laughs> such a, the Jersey crowd, Jersey, South Dakota. You
3: no, know, and it takes a lot to get that to work. Like you, it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's sort of like a jujitsu or like a origami artist or something, because like, it's so precise, and you can't
2: right like, no transition fumble
3: into a bit yep. or fumble out of a bit, like it. It either works or it doesn't, and then you're on to the next thing
1: exactly
2: it's gotta roll off and and I was gonna say like like Kubrick just over and over until you get it perfect, craft it, write it perfectly the first time, but then yeah, craft it after that
3: I mean, until it's it right on seeing all of those like indie shows that all the years we were in New York and like all the shows we were in and went to it was like the few times like seeing a, a stand up that does that like classic traditional one-liner joke in the mix in the midst of you know you're just alternative comedy like it just killed yeah because it's mm-hmm. different it feels right? old but it's not and it just
1: yeah i haven't i can't think of anybody i feel like somebody would come to the have you ever seen because Eric kills because his material so good. And I was thinking one of the benefits, and you're right, is so sharp and so um, intentional, like, when it's done right, like, it's got to be done right. Eric's jokes are so good. Maybe every once in a while I've heard a joke that doesn't go over, but at least within the next two jokes he's got him back, right? Sure. But I was thinking one of the benefits of having that, Boom, boom, boom style is you don't go down the rabbit hole of a bit that's failing and then, like, not be able to get yourself out of it or not even intending to get yourself out of it, but um, just having to wallow in it until you can get to, like, some material that, you know, works.
3: Well, and it's kind of like we can equate Mm -hmm. it like we, like, doing sketch. Like, the one thing about sketch is, like, you get to hide behind the characters Yeah. So it's not you because you're not directly interacting with the crowd, but like you know, in right away, and you start a sketch, and you're like, "Oh fuck, this is bombing." (laughs) Shit, I got fucking three minutes left till we get. Now we got
2: six more minutes of it.
3: And then if you've lost, be realistic, JP. A sketch that's three minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But with like, what's cool? It's like you know, like you know, like telling people you did comedy as long as we did comedy. They're like, tell me a joke. And I never could. I never had a reservoir of like jokes. But to have like all of that, like you were talking about Bergstrom's format, he has jokes. He's got thousands he of jokes. He can tell a
2: one-off joke.
3: Tucked away. with. So if one doesn't work, he's got one in the chamber. Yeah, It's not like he's got to start over with another long form setup to get into a premise to get into a story. Like he
1: the best is after he gets off stage, you're like, hey, Eric, how are you doing? My wife, my girlfriend's leaving me for a cat. <laughs> i like, what's happening? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to buy a snake. How are your dogs? <laughs> you're like, what's happening, <laughs> You're losing it. You're losing your mind.
2: Oh, you God. think he's uh, that's his character immediately off the stage, or does he create the character to hide behind on the stage? They're both kind of the same. Okay. They,
3: i think they yeah. evolved like you and i having known him from college Henning, like he was always a little like that but not necessarily like he's evolved that bravado you know game show host yeah. sort of stand-up comedian aspect of himself but he was always kind of like that just very direct and like not afraid to just say what was on his mind
1: i think he's merged a bit I think he's certainly merged a bit with stage and off-stage Eric, which isn't a a bad thing whatsoever. Oh man, I yes, yes, it's in fact it's an amazing thing because I'm I'm thinking back to like when I ran into him. uh, Just it was both of us though, like we both just happened to running in, in, into each other at like three a.m. the basement of the creek in the cave on a Monday night. And it was just dark and rich with sadness. like, we both just had, I, I don't think I was allowed in my house. And I think he was talking about some dark, dark family stuff. And we're just like, all right, well, I guess we'll just drink here until we end up drinking on the street.
3: Right. We're we exactly did. where we need to be. Yeah.
2: And And what you're saying there were, he was a different Eric at that point. No jokes were told.
1: No, I uh, no, he was just I he like wasn't I said on. I think there's there's a confidence in Eric on stage that uh, uh, that has transcended to himself off stage more so than I would have on stage and off stage like I don't have some of the sketch confidence I have on stage even when it's bombing at least like you said I can hide behind a character I can't hide behind yeah. my own st- stupid face off stage and, <laughs> and idiot you know i can't uh my own naivete like when i run like i'll run conversations i've had off stage and like want to scream to the heavens like like with like, like like i we i might have talked about this before i was just thinking about this like there was this guy he's always everybody knew him as a douchebag comic but uh, I won't say his name, but, but he was a well-paid and well-known comic. I'll, I'll go medium tier. Um, and I guess I knew that, but I didn't because right off the bat, I was just like, we're comics, you, we, we, right? We get we get together. So like, I was asking him because what we were doing in comedy was getting booked on people's show to do a sketch here and there. I was like, that's my world of comedy right now. That's how I can equate it. Where he was, was being in the game a long time, getting paid to do TV spots, getting paid to do writing spots, Uh, probably not getting paid to do spots, but like going up on spots like sweet and stuff, like being asked. And I was like, hey, or no. And the other thing, part of our world was getting your own show at like, you know, the back of a grocery store or something. Tonk or Roadhouse you could like. Huckster, a show into. So I just sidled up to him, or I ended up next to him. I was like, So do you have your own show? And he's like, Um, what do you mean? It's like, Do you have a show? It's like, Uh, <laughs> what? I was like, Do you have people on a show? I was just, he was just like, So disgusted <laughs> by it. I'll never forget his face. And then one time I went up, I can say his name because we love him, but also like, he was immediately he He moved to New York from Chicago, Hannibal Burris was immediately received like the second coming or like the genius comic he is, yeah, but we happened to still be performing in the same spots he was doing just because he was getting up all the time and I remember just going up to him after a set, and I was like, "Hey, we do a Wednesday night at the creek in the cave here uh at nine thirty if you're interested mm-hmm. uh just uh can I get your email?" He's, no i was like okay (laughs) i'll
3: see you later Uh. but that was like the name of the game you kind of barter it's like trading cards like you're like i do my thing here on the third wednesday of every other month right do you want to trade a spot on our show for a spot on your show right and
1: i guess i just and Boom. most times that's what I did. I guess a few times I just got a little too big for my britches and uh, went up, went up a couple tiers.
3: That one guy's still a douchebag. I mean, that's why we eventually just asked a stand up Sean, our friend Sean Patton, who's a great stand up comedian. It was like, you can do every week. Do you want to book the show for us? Like you'll have a spot. So oh, he did just, he book the comics too? He did for a chunk when he was on our sh- when he did the show with us. He. He booked the comics until he was, like, touring too much to do it. <laughs> he did, like,
1: 25 minutes up front at every one of our shows. Oh, yeah. He,
0: he would just <laughs>
3: go, and, which is great because we love watching it. Right. But we had I – had, I think I probably, between the two of us, probably had 100 hours of stand-up footage of him because we taped every show. and uh, do, like, I know. 20 to 30 every night. Oh, was crazy.
1: Uh, I got to ask, and I'm getting nervous at your answers – did you guys watch a certain Adam Sandler vehicle in the last couple of weeks? Could
3: I did. I, I
1: didn't. Hanning, <laughs> your review. Uh,
2: <sighs> just, I hated myself for. <laughs> yes. Actually, being okay with it. Oh and God! I. Uh, name
1: name a funny because
2: thing. well here, here, Chris Rock. Doing surgery on a on a guy while while Adam Sandler's calling him in talking about the wedding planning. I thought that was a good surreal bit of comedy that I enjoy, like a little magical realism to it. After that, it fell down a little bit. It wasn't into the story at all. In the middle was a lot of the whole. It was two two hours of Adam Sandler and uh, Dratch yelling. That. At each other and everyone on camera. That's most of the movie. But then at the very end, what I was saying that I hate myself because I, I shed a Teared little up?
1: tear. Oh my
0: god! Oh no! Never
2: Sorry. Have to watch. The banality
1: <laughs> and predictability of the initial Adam Sandler phone call, rock surgery scene set the tone for the complete mediocrity, Hening, of this film. That came off pretty good, right? So I need to blog that. that yeah, I,
2: I feel put in my place for sure.
1: Oh, that... Uh, Case, we need a tiebreaker on this one. And Henny might be I right. You to. might be proving the Kaufman-esque. It's so bad, it's funny that they got a scientist no, it was on not their so, side.
2: It was not so bad that it was funny. It was middle-of-the-road, mediocre, for sure. But... I just didn't see <laughs> the uh, the hatred, the raw so, animus that you were talking about last week.
1: The the, you, guy hot, the, hotel, <laughs> the guy that ran the hotel, the guy that ran the hotel—that was painful. With a turban, and he he couldn't understand English, so he just ha-ha, smiled. The chandelier,
2: in order what? not to cry.
3: <laughs> I'm shocked. Who right ran the hotel? Was it was it Schneider? No, it should have been. That's the thing. No, they picked
1: an actually, they <laughs> actually picked a ethnically authentic. Should have been man. I think he was Uzbeki, but like they made him so stupid, it was racist. I'm going with the R word,
3: <laughs> hard R,
1: hard R A C I S T film. Well, sorry, I got you to watch it. Would oh, that movie's only? It should have been. You should be on my. side. It should side. have been
2: Schneider in brown face, yes. and then I'd be on your side.
1: I'm sorry I made you watch it because the only way that movie's enjoyable is if you, I think, hate it as much in me as me, or like really loved it. Like to middle of, a middle of the road movies are rough. I'm thinking like yeah, uh, I hate them. Spies like us or something. Ugh.
3: <laughs> Spies like us. Oh, that's perfect though. Because they really want to love that movie. Yes. It's not good
1: enough. It's got the comics you want to love. It might have, like, an early good bit. I'm not talking Operation Scene bit. But, and then it's just like, what the fuck? Why is this movie so long? Why are they talking about geography?
3: (laughs) Oh, no, I guess I gotta be the tiebreaker. You're right. Yeah, you gotta watch this shit.
2: On the other hand, we don't need to talk about it three episodes in a row.
3: Uh,
1: says you at length <laughs> uh, or just you can, you can break the tie, but did you guys see that? Uh, you know what I watched this week, which is awesome. Highly recommended, uh, uh, evil genius. This
3: documentary on Netflix. Oh my goodness gracious. Did you watch what that? a joyride! <laughs> oh, oh yeah.
1: Man. I officially determined that, uh, We will be dressing Ruby up like Brian Wells for Halloween this year. (laughs) Neck bomb. Oh, she can wear a pair of my Irwin Darwin glasses. Guest T-shirt. I'm not lying. Did you see it? Any people were talking about?
2: No, I was watching week of (laughs) fool. Like I was supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) I can only fit in one movie per week.
3: Uh, One podcast movie a week.
1: It is this crazy true crime documentary about. The, I won't it's spoil a, it, but it's, it's a doc. It's, okay. It's a doc about a, a bank robbery that happens in Erie, Pennsylvania, or Ohio, maybe. Yep. Um, no, it's Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania, about this guy that Erie, robs Erie, Indiana? Body. There's so many is Erie's out there. That's Gary. Spicy. <laughs> <I agree>. Um. <laughs> just mentioning gary i feel is spicy uh this guy robs a bank and you find out he has like a neck bomb on and they're trying to determine is this guy robbing a bank with a bomb strapped to him or he claims that somebody strapped a bomb on him and then it devolve or they go into like this giant this plot it's really crazy it's well done
3: because i when it came up, and I was like, "Oh shit, I remember hearing about that guy yeah. about the like he and it's just one of those things like once you start peeling that onion, he's like a sixty year old pizza delivery guy, yeah, and he got called and bum rushed and was like, these people." Trapped a bomb to me and if i didn't rob this bank they're gonna blow me up yeah but you're like what the fuck you see him
1: tooting around that bank like fred astaire like twirling a cane (laughs) sucking on a lollipop you're like what's happening
3: (laughs) uh uh, he he looks
2: like he's having uh, a good time like the joker or something
3: yes it's very batman jack nicholson joker yeah right it is
1: it is
2: I see. Hence the question: evil genius or not, or just some guy? Well, see, it, it goes. Is worth yeah, every minute it, of it
1: is worth it. And I, 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 I say that they don't focus on him as, and without any spoilers, they do focus on somebody else as an evil genius. And mm. I question that moniker after watching it, but I, you guys can, yes, can. Can determine that once you once you get up to speed, Hen.
3: No, I agree. They do. They do tend to pump up a couple people as being like, <laughs> i was like you're not that smart." You know what I think I might go with though, and the problem
1: is I'm not rotund enough. Those bibs, overalls,
3: bib overalls. Yeah, that's it. I'm a grown man. Yeah,
1: I I could. I mean, if I had a little more girth to me, I think what a, what else? What other way to B. What other way to dress is there? Right? It just
3: co- covers all, all, all sides. They're pants, but they're also pockets. Pen. More pens. The, Wrench. Uh,
1: <laughs> just pens. All pens uniform
2: pens. uniform of the socialist working class too.
1: It's right. And you can True. it's a statement. You can hipster it's it a up by statement. adding a, hipster it up by adding a conductor's hat too. But then I think hey, you insured, look obviously. You look like you're in a a gay porno. You're you're in running a train three.
3: <laughs> Run in a train, right? They do that. Throw mama on
1: my vein. Throw mama on the overalls vein. Oh, did, oh, and the overalls probably. Do you have to take them off like a kid's onesie to like? Does it have a poop back
3: patch? <laughs> no, you got to do it like that's the one drawback is the the you're dainty. You're taking an outfit... Oh, gross. Like a, That's gross. Like a high-priced hooker. Yeah. With your fancy... It's in the name. Coaches.
2: Overall, you gotta take it all <laughs> off.
1: But <laughs> you could add a back flap, and then you're a thousand percent in business. Right? Uh, backflapping if you
3: add the back if you add the back flap they never come off but what about a zipper just wear them forever. <laughs>
1: a zipper all the way on the crotch from front to back so you can unzip the whole center
3: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that's
1: just a lot that's more pretty cool targets <laughs> yeah, i don't know that could work that's
3: that's that's, like that's from like the tailbone under to taint to front
1: i feel mm. like I I've been I was thinking of I've been in, in Willy Wonka mode. I think that's a good idea. I was thinking about they've got a lot of different fun types of candies, but there's no such thing as a candy steam. Ooh, like a <laughs> ew, Just Just right? like
3: a just a hot
1: sugar list vapor of sugar. Yeah, a, but a steam like you put it in. What's popular right now?
2: So so you would you would put it in a plastic bag and then breathe it in. No, you put right? it in a or vape pen. Spray it man. in the air and walk through it.
3: So it's oh, it's okay. cotton candy, but it's just smoke. Cotton well, candy vape. They
2: have those. It's it's vape pens. Oh, Unless yeah. you're there, swallowing candy steam. the sugar.
3: I mean, Holy if you've never tried a, a flavored vape pen, it does taste like you just inhaled candy breath.
1: I mean, I can smell. I've smelt it. Yeah, yeah. But so. Do you think the FDA or some You have to actually ingest ethical... the sugar. Yes, you do have to. Well, it goes straight in your bloodstream. Could you get away with offering vape pens just for kids? No nicotine, no chemicals, just sugar and water. And artificial watermelon oh, flavor.
3: Like we're bringing back chocolate cigars and yes, candy cigarettes. exactly. Candy vape pen.
1: Bringing back uh, a pack of Stallion, Lucky Lights, Stallions, Targets, Roundups, candy cigarettes. But now it's... It's vape. I don't know what it is. I love ch-
3: that you know the name brand of every candy cigarette. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is from a guy who smoked since he was 13.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I was wondering. I was wondering if. Because uh, I don't think I smoked cigarettes because of the the candy treat cigarette. that candy cigarettes were.
3: Because, yeah, you, you, you've you smoked enough. You're like, yeah, cigarettes aren't a treat. No. It's not like, yeah. ooh, this tastes like candy. I must continue. They do look
1: cool but vape pens oh, yeah. don't look cool so candy vapes for
2: kids god that's a good idea
1: i can't be the only first one to think of that
2: <laughs> right i'm Scarelli gonna go with with that not, not getting it past fda
1: you don't think so great vape uh great vape
2: no promoting a, te- a tobacco product to kids it's not Anymore? A t- it's te- no, no.
3: no we're promoting tech
2: yeah tech Yes, you can play it. You can toot a musical
1: tune on it too. <laughs> oh,
2: it's an instrument. Okay, it's an instrument you can also that also smoke out of it.
1: And you don't call it vape; you call it
3: candy steam. Is there footage like you said, sm- like mm. smoking out of like a flute, <gasps> like that? Those Vietnam footage or those oh, dudes God. like taking a hit out of that shotgun? But is there like the nerdy version of that, of like? Some dude taking a hit out of like his one thousand dollar pipe. See,
1: that's why we Or flute. Why aren't we in L.A.? Because that that bit is worth its you know its weight in gold. A flute bong. The nerd's got the flute oh. bong. Come on,
3: brilliant! That that's how we that's how we revive the American Pie franchise. We yeah. just do the band camp movie. Ooh. God, that's <laughs>
1: brilliant! I hate how smart that is.
3: Speaking of which, have you guys? Uh, <laughs> uh, we were hanging. It has it has exactly to do with American Pie, exactly. Okay, like this is not even going to be a hard transition. It's right there. The uh, uh, the the main dude from American Pie, you know the one that was with Katie Holmes for a while,
2: Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs.
3: I uh, no, the hunky one that disappeared.
2: Jan- oh, uh, right. Uh, Klein. Sean Williams Chris got
3: Chris Klein. Klein. So, if you guys oh, haven't yeah, okay. seen okay. it, Kevin a, f- a friend of ours pointed it out. You can find it on YouTube. There's a video of Chris Klein auditioning for Mamma Mia, uh-huh. which is the greatest like three minutes you'll ever see because he has a voice like I do, the brassiest ear you've ever heard, and he is high as the fucking sky. He's like, hi, hey, hey, everybody, thanks for going. And he's singing these crappy show tunes in like the Will Ferrell song voice. It's fucking amazing. And he's like, yeah, Gloria sent me. And how are you doing? <laughs> and it's just like the most gross Hollywood. But he can't fucking sing. Oh, it's he's so good. he's
1: like hard drug high. It's not like funny weed it's high. It's like,
3: oh no, it's not like Ooh. goofy. It's just like, and he just sings so poorly with such confidence. It's breathtaking.
1: Is it Kaufman esque? You think he's pulling a Kaufman?
3: For his sake, I hope so. But, but this this isn't like the original run of Mamma Mia on Broadway. He's like auditioning for like the touring company, so he's going to like Saskatchewan. Branson. Oh, I thought you
1: meant it was for the movie.
3: No, I think it's just to so like, like, can I please perform, please? At that point...
2: Poor guy. Yeah. So down on his luck, and, and then the, the tape gets released. Like, no one remembers who he is anymore, so why release the tape?
3: Tom Cruise is raising his kid, for God's sake. For him. Like, oh, is that who that out? is? That's what the rumor is, is that... He, that, like, that Siri Cruise is actually his daughter.
1: I love that shit, because you couldn't have two more diametrically opposed movie stars... Yeah. So I feel like if that's true Tom Cruise must look at him And see Chris Klein Look at her <laughs> he's, and Just see he's Chris Klein in... every morning uh, Cause Tom Cruise I hear he's a nice guy But I think he Is insistent on a certain level of Exceptionalism And um uh, like, like let's no, just say Tom Cruise do isn't down with Getting in a car with Chris Klein You know what I mean?
3: Cause Chris Klein's locked in his cream room <laughs> It's like gives him the candy. steam. White, I feel like there's that one guy like Tom Cruise probably likes everybody, but he just for whatever reason, this this kid, this Chris Klein kid, I fucking hate him.
1: I feel like Tom Cruise is on my top 10 list of people. I don't want to be on his bad side.
3: God, and God. I would be instantly
1: because anybody that's probably. nice to everybody hates me.
3: He's got. He's the Pope of a space religion. <laughs> now, don't fuck around with that.
1: Yeah. I, I would have done nothing wrong. I could just sense accidentally walking into a room that he's in, and then he could just smell me. I feel like me. you
3: would get... No, he'd be like, I don't like you. He'd be like, I didn't do anything. He'd be like, exactly.
1: Yeah, it would be even worse. He would go, hey, hey, who's
3: that guy? I don't
1: like him. And then my name goes on the list, and
3: I'm on his list. I'd be mm. on there when with on Chris a junk, Klein. a junk ship for L. Ryan Hub, L. Ron Hubbard's Science Island.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm going to start my own religion by L. Ryan Hubbard. L- R-Y-N-D. <laughs> L. Ryan Hubbard. L. Ryan. Right? Isn't it Anne Rind Rind
3: Ryan? Anne Ryan Hubbard.
1: Anne Ryan Hubbard. <laughs> oh, Ein <I'm> Ryan. <laughs> what is it? Ayn Rand. I'm starting the Randine. Rand. 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 Rain Rand. <laughs> what did she write?
2: Fountainhead, atlas shrugged
1: so thick so big i've claimed to have oh, read yeah. it and i never have and when atlas i, shrugged shrugged I mean, say i've read atlas shrugged 1000 plus i feel like isn't it uh, like a catcher in the rye scenario where it's like all these republicans are like that's where i got my
3: zest for fucking the little man Conquest. pretty <laughs> i mean i haven't i can't speak for atlas shrugged but i read fountainhead and it's all about just unrelenting unquestioning excellence it's like if you are excellent and you know like just just who gives a fuck god that gives you me. can take and do what you please if you are the best at what you do you deserve every- fuck that.
2: that's what atlas that's what atlas shrugged is except in at fountainhead is about the primacy of the individual artist and it kind of yeah. works for that like follow your your own vision whatever mm-hmm. but he ends up blowing up uh, uh, an apartment spoilers. building that <laughs> I was Don't gonna read that.
1: that I was gonna read that after I did <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking so
2: because because the yeah because the people were helping him on his big artistic project and it didn't turn out exactly how he wanted. He destroyed it.
3: Sounds like that scumbag down Blue. was so Blue. artistically masculine that like rich men bowed to him. Like it's weird. It's so weird.
1: Is it possible to, for me to go through Atlas Shrugged or Fountainhead with a fine tooth comb and then just jerk practicey? reverse do the opposite of every word and make it like a slacker manifesto so instead of excellence being the requirement to be um, exceptional it's laziness as a requirement to be a louse and it would be be, and it would be called um, uh, a drain bottom
2: Found head (laughs) drain bottom
1: I don't know what the opposite. I don't even know what an reply. atlas is, but uh, it'd be like um, uh, uh, I don't even. What would the opposite of a shrug be? A bow. And an atlas is a book, right? So it would be like a VHS bow. I don't know. Video bow. Video bow. <laughs> <laughs> Drain bottom and video bow. Coming at you soon.
2: Something like. Hades Hades reached I suppose for Alice shrugged
1: uh I always got did, are you guys did you guys get Ein Rind mixed up with Anne Rice at all or is that just me?
3: <laughs> I
2: wish it was I wish I transposed did the that. words.
3: I'm really gonna try and impress these cool knowledgeable like college girls I'm gonna read I'm gonna read Anne Rice's <laughs> Fountainhead and I'm like, this is all about vampires and fucking.
1: So, really, that wasn't a thing for you. I feel like if we go on Google, it's a, more common than you guys would think. Or am I just... Oh, boy. It's just, it's just <laughs> I, proven. I really want,
3: like, hyper-conservative Republicans just to be obsessed with the tales of Lestat.
1: Oh, was Anne Rice Interview with a Vampire? Yeah. Ooh, she a good
3: writer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Does she do the screenplay? Anybody know? I don't know. No. <laughs> Oh. I just
3: I just saw her e true Hollywood story, so I don't know other than that. That's that's where it begins and ends with me.
1: That links into Tom Cruise because what I heard was, and I think maybe you told me this, Casey, that during the shooting of Interview with a the Vampire, they forced <laughs> Brad Pitt to actually stand in a pit so he looked like he was <laughs> the same height as Tom Cruise. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, some ditch digger having to put Brad Pitt in a in a. A two-foot hole?
3: No, that was that was the rumor. It was like, because Brad Pitt's so tall and hunky, that Tom Cruise was like, I will not be out-hunked. That... Stand in a hole. Do you think... I mean, but then I feel he like... Got,
2: he got out-hunked by Chris Klein already. Yeah. I think was my joke there. He,
3: I don't think he can abide. Because he's he did like his lady? the only hunk. Hey, do you guys know, I was... Um, uh,
1: I actually got to sit in between... So Katie Holmes has a new beau. You know who it is? Beau Bridges. <laughs> yes, that's her <laughs> uncle, uh, Jamie Foxx.
3: Ah. Oh.
1: And so get this: so it nice. was like rumored, but wasn't known because they they were so famous they can't be seen together. And I only found that out like a month later after Meg and I went to I forget some some show on Broadway. But she sat in the second row, and Jamie Foxx, by the way, sat literally directly behind me. And so he got to have me stare at him about every ten minutes. Just do a hard turn and look him right in the
3: eyes, (laughs) and then turn away. Just checking where the exits are. Okay, the exits are still there. Hi, Jamie (laughs) Foxx. Did you give him some Laquanda? his, (laughs) His famous Martin character? No, she was a she was a Mad TV
1: character, right? LaQuisha, LaQuan, spicy. No, by that the way. was the that was LaWanda the from
3: Martin. LaWanda. LaWanda. Oh, Martin, you're so sexy. Like, just horny for Martin.
1: She, um, he, but like, can you imagine? Like, is it? Are do you do you think they're a little full of themselves? Like, so like, well, we couldn't possibly be seen sitting next to each other. It was like some dog shit show.
2: Right, because they think the world will explode in on itself.
1: They'll know. If
2: they if they ever touch.
1: Maybe he's scared of
3: Tom Cruise. Ooh, that's what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> that would have been a better show if Cruise showed up, a little, little three-foot cruise on stage, calling him
3: out. <laughs> he just makes you move so he can sit between you and Meg.
1: And then he just stares at Jamie Foxx <laughs> in the same way, or... Jamie Foxx is finally like, Jamie Foxx finally gets out of his seat from me staring at him. And then next time I turn to stare, it's just Tom Cruise staring back at me because he was in this row three rows back. So Cruise, Foxx was getting the stare from old Cruise and me at the same time. I'm
3: just imagining it being because Tom Cruise is like an apex actor, but also a, he lives the Mission Impossible life. You got up to use the bathroom. He just gasses you. And then puts on his best Hans Frywald outfit and just pretends to be you so that he can awkwardly stare at Jamie Foxx instead of you. I feel
1: like if I needed a backer for Candy Vapes, maybe Cruz would do a little investment. Cruz is Candy Vapes? He's a little kid.
3: He's a little guy. It's just like, I'm it's like, like a candy. kid. No, but yeah, you're right, like the idea of well, the world can't see us together they'll lose their minds. It's like no one cares about you guys. No. No one's thought about either one of you since like the
1: nineties. Well Jamie Foxx, what was he, Ray? Was that in the nineties?
3: Oh, was it like early two thousand Jamie
1: right? Foxx made a movie with Tom Cruise. Where Tom Cruise had grey hair. Remember?
3: Oh God, that's right. What? He was the cab driver.
1: Was it? It was Collateral? collateral. That's what it was, yeah. And literally the promotion for that movie was, Tom Cruise has gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that was in my head. I was like, what is that? Tom Cruise gray hair? I'm no, still not going to see it.
2: <laughs> I'm into it.
1: <laughs> I think that's spicy Signing making up. Jamie Foxx the driver.
2: Oh, he should have had the gray hair. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like Cisco. Yeah. Cisco did let, I'm putting it out there Cisco ruined silver hair for black people I feel like I can say that <laughs> putting Cisco on notice <laughs> Tom Cruise ruined gray people no, for people. small people gray hair for small people for shorts
2: Chris Tuck Chris Tucker ruined like penis penis uh, heads for black oh, people. That penis so unfair.
1: Was from that? Fifth Element. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> I think it's hype. I think
3: you'd like.
2: It's it. the best ever.
3: Really? Although Luc Besson, it's in my Joventon favorite. Now, mm, who's Luc mm-hmm. Besson? The director of Fifth Element and Jeez, the professional
2: director wow. and writer.
1: Christ, that's it. You know what? Stop making movies, everyone, because you're all rapists. <laughs> Like I'm on with Donald Trump on this one. Throw these movie directors over the wall. They're all rap- <laughs> rapers and aliens. Allens. They're all named Allen and they're all rapists. No, they're all rapists and aliens. Because, I mean, it's too much now. It's too... Fr- 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 the frivolity is too rich in Hollywood.
2: Clean house. Drain the swamp Clean house. of Hollywood.
1: I'm coming in. Casey's hot flute bong joke. Joke Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, baby. On every channel. <laughs> Bandcamp the movie, but it can't star any of those showvies from the movie. Nope. Maybe Jason Biggs. But he probably has said, <laughs> he, like, I got a big one to women before, which is sexual <laughs> harassment. I'm guessing he would.
3: <laughs> Throwing Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs is on not notice.
1: Yeah, I think he's gotta be. If he hasn't used that joke, that's why they need me in Hollywood. The joke man. Jason Biggs! you Move gotta- over, Jackie! <laughs> the joke man. Hot dogs and donuts. <laughs> I guarantee you, Jack. So, Henny, are you familiar with Jackie the Jokeman? Nah. No. Some scumbag that worked for Howard Stern, long stringy doll hair. He was like a, oh, yeah. a side DJ on the show. But for whatever reason, when they used to tape, like, Howard Stern was kind of early on, like, almost YouTube-like. Because they used to tape his show and put it on the E! channel. And all it was was his radio show that ran that morning, played on the E channel later that night. It was pretty brilliant. he got a—I know I watched mm. oh, it with video. They, yeah, because he had like chicks with their right. boobs out, and but what he—they yeah. did in every show or Casey, they advertised for this scumbags album, and it was literally. Jackie the Joke Man's hot dogs and donuts available at and like was and like he available to he order like via
3: phone. The Ghoulie Butler from Rocky Horror Picture Show, right, right, like he's just this stooped back, long greasy blonde hair, who you know was always the one in the back, like yeah, Howard, uh, make her stick it in her pussy, like he's yeah, right. one of those guys, like he'd be like, like he's not funny, he's
1: gross. We sent Jackie out to Twenty Third Street last night. uh how many homeless guys farted in your mouth, Jackie Boy? <laughs> a lot, Howard. It's like, God, I hate him, but i I wonder, I don't hate him. Why would I, I, I like I was saying, I turn a new leaf. No hate. I don't think I've had any hate this episode. No hate. It takes about every six months when I slowly swirl down the drain bottom and I go, wait a minute, i'm I'm wallowing in the muck, so I'm coming out, so I don't hate him. But I think that album might not be very good. Now I have to do the research. But I also think he's probably sold a million... That might be the biggest-selling comedy album of all time, now that I think about all that promotion he got. I
3: mean, I'm trying to think of that era, like those commercials, those info-comedy commercials. It was that, and then there was that movie, like the raunchiest comedy ever. Yes. Which was that sketch comedy movie that had famous people in it?
2: We rented it. What movie was that? Movie 43? that piece of shit yes
1: yes i believe
3: so yes Kentucky
2: fried movie yeah
1: well kentucky fried movie was was like early so it kind of like was a statement because it was was like a sketch before howard's turn it's dog shit that was a funny movie
3: kentucky movie well compared to movie 43 kentucky fried movie. i think
1: kentucky movie does not hold up and i could be totally wrong i haven't seen it in 20 years my, isn't it
3: the... Oh, you said no hate. You said
1: no hate. Oh, you're, you're right. I hate and I you're, it's good. Feet. It's good. It's good. It's as good. At, not
3: me because I said it was funny. <laughs> no, I'm not hating. I'm not. I was hating.
1: But movie <laughs> 43, and I'm not
3: going to hate,
1: but I don't recall bad, it being though. good. <laughs> I think it was really Because what was bad. the big...
3: The big hook was like, models taking shit. That was it.
1: And it was just like camera on a model... Censored bar over the boobs. sensor barred over the, the crotch on the toilet. And it was just like, do you like models taking dumps? And by the way, what fucking maniac likes models taking yeah. dumps? Don't assume that about me. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was just hearty fart sounds. And then there was that scene with the bong flute. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman
2: had balls on his chin.
1: Oh, oh my yeah. god, that was what it was, Henning. When we watched it, we we're yeah. like, and
3: Michael there, Clark Duncan like rapes a guy on a pool table.
1: There were so many times where you're like, "Isn't there a documentary about that movie where they're like, how this weird, like, shysty producer filmmaker, I'm doing air quotes now, yeah. convinced all these A-list Hollywood celebrities to be in this movie?" And then when it came out, if, they were all like, <laughs>
3: "Wait, I'm, 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 I'm in what?" No, I remember that <laughs> moment we watched it, and you're just like. You see behind the, it's like a peek behind the curtain, like growing up in the Midwest, having no connection to anything that has to do with like Hollywood or filmmaking. And I just remember like watching that movie and just thinking, like, it was just that easy. Like, how did these people get duped into it? I was like, they thought it was funny. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, they're at some party. Tooting rails, and this guy was a shyster. <laughs> like this movie got him kicked out of Scientology. He was a Scientologist.
2: No, Oh, no way.
3: Yeah, he's like an excommunicated Scientologist. W- isn't an excommunicated Scientologist? Maybe that was his Ed plan. Don't they like?
2: Right, this is the only way he could get out.
3: No, they chased his ass out of Hollywood. Oh right, God, that so is of like. That religion Which man. is better than living for I think eternity we could be in Scientology?
1: If we are talking about it, if they if they're listening to us, uh, what's it take to join?
2: Tom Tom Cruise is on my list. If he's listening,
1: oh, oh he
3: is. I'll can you just it. sign up online for Scientology? You can. C- uh, I think you got to go into the hmm. church, the temple, and they got to stress test ya. you. You
2: got to hear the sales pitch in person.
3: What
1: if we, so a lot of people, so there was a rumor about Scientology that part of it is they rope you in to buy all these expensive books, right?
3: No, they're uh, classes. Oh, and they're classes. Like, right. The, the Thetan sort learning, of treatment. Right. And you go
1: up all these tiers of, like, you buy mm-hmm. more classes and you get more Thetans and you're a higher Scientologist and you're more safe. <laughs> what if we buy Scientology.com, the domain? Listen to me. Without the C, S, I E N Scientology spelled different. Yeah, and the only thing we 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 require is a ten dollars one time membership fee. We send you a certificate. You're a member of Scientology without the C. Wink, and that's spelled
2: it. spelled S I G H.
1: Sign in. Sign in. Sign in. <laughs> Scientology.
2: All you got to do is <laughs> sign in. Sign in. Just All sign you got to do is sign in. I love Also it. the $10 fee.
1: Well, but no, it's not a fee. It's and a certificate could... charge. You get a certificate.
2: Oh, right. Sure.
1: Laminated. The payment is for the certificate and the book. You just sign in <laughs> You just
2: sign in. And as a political statement, we get more followers than Scientology. And then... And we it goes sell. viral.
3: We sell the emails to the DNC. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be more arduous than mm. Scientology because all they got to do is download the pod, rate, review, subscribe. And they're like, Jesus Christ, all they did was talking about Adam Sandler. I can't take it.
1: No. I'd rather scrub the toilet. It's utilitarian. It's dra- it's pure drain bottom. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Oh my god! And isn't L. Ron Just Hubbard? Sign in. Isn't L. Ron Hubbard like? Re- isn't his books responsible for sign- Scientology? So now my yeah, book, Dianetics, Drain Bottom, is like the you know, it's the impetus. It's the you start. Gotta, no, we have a book. Do... We have a website. Scientology. We don't ask for. You know, maybe eventually down the road for nicer certificates or a frame, you have to pay a little more.
3: Rings, rings necklaces. Yes! No, you got to do the Dr. Toilet version of Dianetics. So, what would be the opposite of Dianetics?
1: What is Dianetics?
3: Lifegenics. Oh, and you know what?
1: Instead of holding on to those things, the. Birth tonics? Instead of holding on to those, like, dildo things <laughs> that read your vapors. No, that's (laughs) trademarked, right? We're going to read your vapors. (laughs) Read your vapors. But you just, (laughs) you have to hold, instead of holding rods, you have to hold spheres. And we read your vapors.
2: Donuts. And they could be cool spheres that
1: make your hair stand on end, you know? (laughs) It's like a children's Mm -hmm. museum?
3: The electric sphere. Just sign in.
1: (laughs) Would you like us to read your vapors? That's another (laughs) charge. I can see why their charges come in because we got to buy the vapor readers.
3: That's where they get you.
1: The vapes fears. Candy, we can sell our candy (laughs) smokes on candy vapes, grape vapes on the website. (laughs) Great vapes. (laughs) Chris Klein, spokesperson, our true Hollywood celeb. We'll bring back all the excommunicated. All our videos, all our commercials can be made by that scumbag from Movie 43. (laughs) We can have people taking dumps. Regular people taking dumps,
3: <laughs> not models.
1: No models. We're utilitarian. That's you what are, people
2: want to see.
3: These are regular people taking pisses.
1: Scientology. That's good stuff. Cyn- I I kind of feel a little too confident about that one. <laughs> Maybe
2: it is good. If if we make a sketch out of it, it has to go. Do you think? It has the same, you know, alien the the pope the the epilogue where it goes really crazy, like you die, Hans, and then some young go getter takes your place and runs the place too aggressively, starts oh
3: yeah, who's who's your beating people
2: bitch? and abusing yeah, people, right. and also pushes like the the heavy alien mythology.
3: What's our what we need? Or is, is that too much work? Aliens, Henning. What's the opposite? We have vapors. They have aliens mm. opposite of aliens, cavemen. Uh, chuds. Chuds, because
2: <laughs> <laughs> they come All from that below. Broken
3: off, in the drains spilling your vapor. <laughs> yes, gotta get oh, rid of those and chuds. And we'll be
1: pro. It's
2: coming.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to teach you that's
2: weird. Pro coming. Are they anti-masturbation?
1: <laughs> they gotta be. They're anti-gay sex. They're we can religion. have. The, we can be rainbowed. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. You just sign in. Anyone can sign
2: in. Anyone can. Anyone can. We will sell
1: copies of the Christian Bible, and all the pages will just be replaced with colors of the rainbow.
3: (laughs) We got to fold Dom into the mix. Where's Dom fit in?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, there's your Dom. See, I don't want to be the leader. I have to take care of the financials, but I don't want to be the leader. (laughs) And it all goes into a (laughs) coffer, and we got to run the. And we won't have buildings. We'll have yurts, tents, <laughs> yurts. indoor tents. Just a,
3: a lot of basements.
2: Yurts with um, Wi-Fi connections, so you can sign in at any time, of course. Sign no in.
1: private jets, yeah. just Gallagher-style dirgibles. <laughs> <laughs> no holidays. See, that's,
3: that's where we really make our money, on that back-end dirigible yeah. hookup.
1: Right, well, <laughs> we need to slightly change the engineering of Gallagher's Dirigible, so we can trademark our Dirigible, and then everyone's kind of not required to buy a Dirigible. Again, don't think that this is a scheme to get your money, but you're required to get a but, Dirigible license.
3: But we do have exclusive <laughs> Dirigible meetups <laughs> where you can meet you have a the who's who of Scientology. <laughs> Right, so Chris you Klein. Have a dirge. Chris Klein. That's all we got. Give other
1: <laughs> Chris Klein's Like ah, 90s, you like, keep sending me to all these horrible small towns in the Midwest. You got to get another <laughs> celebrity. I
3: don't know, Chris who, Klein. Yahoo! Serious,
1: right? I, I, I mean, there's got to. I saw the, the guy most, that played Highlander. One of the Bl- Backstreet Boys, I guess. The
3: weird. Oh, you know boys. Lance Bass, so. Lance Bass. <laughs> I can get him. He's a perfect cuz he is, you know, he is a man of alternative lifestyle. He's a homosexual
1: right. sign on in. And that'll get that's our, you know, I don't want to, you know, we'll get our de- we got to look for demographics. I'm just saying I want everybody in and we'll have um science sign Scientology hats that are rope front truckers red with the white letters.
3: Oh yeah. Well, we know we can get uh Burt Reynolds for a song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god, I forgot about that. Oh my god. Heading, did you just, take a taste of that show? Uh what was it called, Casey?
3: Illegal oh, Indiana. God, it was some <laughs> Illegal Indiana. Oh, That's a great name for a show were... though. Once we boot the show, he's out Illegal Indiana.
1: We if if Hollywood's not our domain, we got to go Like a Branson or, you know, they do a pirate
3: city, illegal Indiana.
1: We'll start our own media empire, but like in a state, you know how the states have like tax exemption or something. And it's always like someplace horrendous, like Iowa, like our headquarters would be where they shot the bridges of Madison
3: County. (laughs) Just be in Sisseton, South Dakota.
1: Yes. Oh God.
3: It's on the Sioux Reservation, we got tax breaks.
1: Is res- reserva- the word "reservation"? Spicy, I guess you wouldn't want your meeting places to be called reservation.
3: Go for it. No meeting, meeting places.
1: It Is it Everything's on Skype. It's no, I don't think it's spicy. It's taken Scientology. Sign in- sign anyway, if if I were to buy that domain, a how long would it take you? Simple white background, black print, and then S- sign you in- sign in. For your I, I, we won't even, if you're listening to this, you get a deal, no cost. We just need it to, we need it to, just need to catch in. on. So just sign in right. and then it sends them an email that tells tells them they're a member and what number member they are.
3: How easy is that? So to is this top, just an, an elaborate right? mailing list?
1: It should be for the, the pod.
3: <laughs> oh my God. Don't say that. Bleeped. <laughs> top secret. That's top secret. Is
2: that, a, get so right it on is that a? Oh, it is. You mean All a web, right. a website?
1: Yeah. One website, Signintology.com You one page. You read a little note. I don't know what it says yet. You sign Did your you name and just typing your name counts as a signature. You click join. You get an email. You're in.
3: Then we send you homemade crucifixes.
2: We need their email in that case. It's a little more. Oh yeah. jeez. Demanding. I mean, Cambridge
3: Analytica folded. That's what we're doing. That's our move.
1: Did they go under?
3: <laughs> I don't think so. They might have. I thought I read something about them getting getting in more trouble. We could email some fake news. We're well, kings of fake news. We just came up with a bunch of fake news.
1: About Chris Klein? Was he not really a drug user?
3: Chris Are Klein we
1: is a an elaborate community? ruse to ruin Chris Klein's? <laughs> <laughs> career from 1993
2: still kicking in have, when he's a hardy dad
1: I don't think he's down
3: maybe he's He's recovered. living in a box car watching a VHS copy of the second <laughs> fucking American pie movie
1: That sounds like a that good life to 43. me I'd sign in for that
3: I think we're all just going to be hobos with Chris Klein
1: God box living Do you ever read those box car stories
2: I think I read one of them. No, I never did.
1: They always sounded so warm to me, like literally the boxcar, because they were like, Kevin went out to get straw, and oh, it was so much more comfortable than the wooden flooring of the boxcar. And I was like, i got to get some straw in my room. Like, you know how they can make, like, I used to think when people ate a banana, I hated the taste of bananas growing up. Whenever I saw somebody eat a banana on like a show, I was like, God, that banana looks creamy. And then I'd try a banana again. and I'm like, this is dog shit. <laughs> <It's disgusting.
3: laughs> this is an ice cream.
1: Right. It looked, it looked creamy.
2: <laughs> you know that there's
1: your leader, folks.
0: <laughs>
2: there's another type of banana that you probably haven't ever tried, but it's supposedly tastes like ice cream. And they've been hiding it from you all your life.
1: Is it the little? We bananas? only eat the
2: Cavendish, but No. It's a full-grown banana that they just keep on ice. They don't want you to know about it. So, oh, the ice cream Sunday banana,
3: Scientology, and find out more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just Scientology. I will find. I will find out the name of that banana and tell you more.
3: I feel like we've had the banana conversation, but the artificial banana flavor is from a long mm. extinct banana.
2: Always oh, horrific.
1: It's from a madman. It's from a madman. Who comes up with such a insane
3: flavor for banana? I feel like, but it was a real banana. It was based on a banana that is no longer on this earth—a dream banana. <laughs> I had the—it's—it's a—it's a sweeter flavor than sweet.
1: If you could come up, yeah, How like did he make sugary sugar. taste sweeter than sugar? Which is what I say to ladies when I pick them up. I say, "Hey, you remember Scientology?" Because you're sweeter than sugar is sweet.
3: Sweeter than sugar. <laughs> well, you could
1: have just said sweeter than sugar, because we know sugar's already sweet, so you're it's su- redundant. Just sign here, man. Just sign on in. Sign ontology. It's a verb and a noun. First,
3: and it's just, it's like Uber, but it's a car service as well. We'll do it all. Durable service. And just a rope. Just picturing a bunch of drunk people hanging onto a rope ladder as you're like, like pedaling your airship through Charleston hold well on everybody who wants a water
1: do you i i'd have to look it up and maybe henning would be more apt for this but like i feel like homemade dirgibles are responsible for so many deaths because they seem so like light <laughs> and fun and hobbyistic but then you just get too high and you're like this shit's made of fucking this shit's made of cedar and we're going down fast
3: are they the banana of air travel? They look great, but when you get down to it, yes. it's just
1: a fucking dirigible. They look sweet, but they go sour.
2: <laughs> and people think they they have the license. They think they know how to deal with an emergency, but yes. you know you're five hundred feet up in the air, and your balloon pops, and you don't know how to deal with it. You think it's all fun and games. It's a fun balloon.
3: Did you guys? It would be about... more
2: dangerous, Hans, if anyone actually had them. I don't think it's a major concern the causes.
3: did you guys hear about that British guy that actually like tied a ton of helium balloons to a deck chair didn't they make a movie about that I heard and he died he fucking died deck yes because he fell out of the chair he's like 100 uh-huh. feet in the air did wait, they
2: fall wait a minute
3: he didn't die
2: because the balloons
3: popped he fell out of the chair I guess the wind a took man, him like on paper, you're like, oh, yeah, that's cute. Like, you make this chair float, but could you imagine the, the fucking nightmare? sheer terror of your 100 feet in the air? And you're like, ah, I'm never coming down. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm never coming down. I'm dead. It was like this guy. didn't put
2: a seat belt on the deck chair? Yeah, you
1: don't put a belt on the chair? Had a coming.
2: The
3: belt broke. Faulty belt.
1: There was a guy who was trying to... Um, uh... Uh, break the guinness book of world's records for the largest parachute you know when people get around the edge of a parachute and put it up in the air and then everybody runs inside oh, it yeah and sits?
3: like gym class like grade right. school gym class but
1: this guy wanted to oh, make man. the world's record so it was like a parachute that was astronomically too large and he had a bunch of people and they were on a beach but the wind took it, and it got around <laughs> his Christ. leg, and it took him up like a hundred feet in the air and dropped him in the ocean, and he got wrapped up in it and he drowned. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus.
3: Holy shit. So he didn't die on seawater, he drowned on
1: parachute. He drowned wrapped up in a fucking wet piece of silk, which sounds like a <laughs> horrific way to go. Oh, what a See, that's light, airy, hobnistic. doing what he lived. Why did he love that? You know what? <laughs> Is that not a word? Hobby- Hobbyist? excuse me.
2: No, still not a it's word, but dollars. I know what you're saying.
3: <laughs> a coveted thing like that, like shooting for the Guinness book. Has that lost its shine, its luster?
1: Why aren't we in it? One. For getting the most people to sign in for a
2: new religion. There we go. Remember, it it had such a high cachet... In elementary school, yes, right, yeah. But now, when was the last time you thought about the guy with the longest? No, it's true because I feel like we all
3: looked at the same copy of the Guinness Book of World Records from like 1977. I like that was like f- yeah. the last year it mattered.
1: I feel like it didn't matter anymore because at the time, that was where kids could they there was for some reason they were allowed in classrooms. And that's where kids could look at pictures and get, like, titillated. Like, like this is, like, so strange. It's somewhat, like, exciting. And now kids can yeah. just go online and be like, look up no, Mandingo say, Reams like, racist or something insane. No, like, like, that's where they get their, you know, their jobs. For a off. young
3: kid, like, Hans and I both have uh, young daughters. Like, if they're like, what was it th- like before the internet? Give them a Guinness Book of World Records. A old National Geographic with a bare bosom yeah. and uh, a, a VHS copy of Faces of Death. That's just what the internet is now. Yes. Like, it's just like <laughs> titillation and horror. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like, like a
1: copy of like the Guinness Book of World Records, physical paperback book. Like, it's got a really, smell.
3: Yes, that it will musty, come to like,
1: represent the late 20th century. And 500 years from now, it'll be in a museum and they'll be like,
3: these monsters. We evolved from these monsters. And it's like, if you think about it, like you dissect, like what Guinness Book of World Records was. It was just a collection of s- things to impress a bunch of old drunks. I mean, it's, like it was meant yeah, to be in right. a bar and you just have Jack it out us. at a bar.
1: Like Biggest Pizza. You always ended up like, it's you, like you ended up the best name, the best part of best section chapter of the Guinness Book of World Records.
3: Uh, I got two. Go for it. Because I'll never forget these images. Obviously, World's Fattest Twins. Right. And World's Longest Fingernails. Of course. The grossest thing ever, especially in that glossy black and white.
1: Yes. (laughs) Those are obviously seared in our brain forever, but I mean chapter. Because obviously I think it's medical oddities or extremities. (laughs) Is that a word? Extremities. (laughs) extremities. (laughs) Extremes. But then you always ended up at the food section. You're like, oh. "World's biggest carrot, fucker's oh, big, great." So like, and then you end up with like, right. this guy juggled for ninety eight hours and went insane. <laughs> like, you there's only so many body parts that can be like man's biggest with the biggest
3: knees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that guy's got
3: issues just these big inflamed (laughs) knees some of those just don't go like that one was set in 1910 and no one was just like oh yeah like there's a cure for that horrific i was just
1: gonna say yeah the the records set before vaccines were amazing
2: (laughs) Hmm.
3: world's biggest neck protuberance
1: Right, yes. Or, like, you guys know that image. Here's an image I'll never forget. It's that guy in India sitting on his own balls. <laughs> you ever <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah. God, no. I, know, I know the image. Oh, I mean, Definitely. that's insane.
3: <laughs> no, just the- that's the other Scientology superstar is Chris Klein, and then just a bunch of old Guinness records holders. Oh Look my, at this yes. guy's
1: nuts. That's the best because it can only be Chris Klein. Then we can't have like Chris Klein and like you know
3: Weird Al. <laughs> yeah,
1: it has to just be Chris Klein. Long fingernails, long juggler, ball sitting guy. Maybe like an ex-governor <laughs> from some random state. Governor of Kansas from 1983
3: to 1994. I mean, yeah, you just need to hear Mr. Belding. You're sort of like, ooh, I, I thought that guy was dead. Yeah, but I
1: can't think of, I'm am so amazed. I, I haven't said Chris, this Chris Klein this many times in my whole life, but I can't think of a more case. I think we just you,
3: brought you, him back from the edge.
1: A more nondescript actor. I couldn't, I can't think of one. He's an amazing Perfect. pull.
2: Maybe Chris O'Donnell. Nah, Plus he's
1: ten. on the Maybe. tube right now. LL Cool J. He's got like 95 seasons of some show I don't even know the name of. L.A. Truth or something.
3: He at least acted across from like... Didn't Al Pacino get nominated for an Oscar for A Scent of a Woman? He won it. He won.
2: And Chris O'Donnell was in that movie with him?
1: Yeah, was he was the kid. But I think Chris O'Donnell's like kind of a, kind of got like, he swore, he's, he drained Bottoms just because he was a jerk.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to (laughs) think of anyone who is on that same parallel. Like Henning's on the right track. Chris O'Donnell is of the right time.
1: Yeah. Me, it's really hard. Like Chris Klein is an anomaly to me. Like he is perfectly mediocre perfectly jonathan brandis would have been perfect but yeah he's so non even his look is like a corn husk you know it's like <laughs> just <laughs> he's handsome but he's isn't it?
3: It, there's one more what's his name <laughs> who is like this scott speedman
1: see i don't know who that is
3: i don't know I'm... ah he was i think he was a tv guy He's very similar.
1: So, Henning, you went Chris O'Donnell. He's a little too high. Speedman's a little too low. low.
3: He's my friend growing up. You remember Scotty Speedman?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I put it out there to anyone to find us a more genuinely banal person than Chris Klein.
3: Genuinely forgettable. (laughs) I mean, it is
1: unbelievable. It's blowing my mind. He's the man
3: who wasn't there. Truly.
1: Wow. I feel like we could contact him.
2: We could get him to sign him in. On the pod, Reach out to
3: Don't let him listen to this episode. Oh, we'll have to bone up on our... We'll have to watch Election and... Oh my god, <laughs> that's
1: right. I feel American like... That's, I'm that's sadly... It. I've turned the leaf, but I feel like he might be like a Jake the Snake Roberts case where like he'd kind of only talk to us if we you know, brought some crack and a hooker to his hotel room. <laughs>
3: But or, or we could do the redemption, jerk mm. Dr- practice in Scientology could be the redemption of Chris Klein. Let's
1: bring him back, but not because no, 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 he's perfect <laughs> the way he is. He's literally a one of a kind. Um, I think Untouched. It's Unt- a shame that he's
3: remembered. he's Kevin Klein's son.
1: He's like you know like he's like a rock that you see everywhere. Not, You're like I getting should getting know the name of that rock. Fake news is that Ignatius or Igneous? What's the most common rock? But you, you, you don't, and then when you think about it, you're like, oh my god, I see these rocks all the time, but they're nothing to
2: me. He's like, he's like salt in everything, yes. but just a non-flavor. Oh, that's you another JP
3: shirt. Chris Klein, you're nothing to me.
1: Oh, no, that's too mean. Chris Klein is a rock.
3: But we make, it, we make a couple bucks, we kick some money his way, like we bring him back. Oh it's yeah, all, for, all proceeds go
1: to Chris Klein's Drug Habit, out of doubt. <laughs> Let's start, we got two things on the burner. Uh, we gotta start signontology.com and we gotta start a Chris, a Chris starter, a Kickstarter for Chris Klein's <laughs> Chris. drugs. I guarantee you we no, can put that, that shit on Facebook and get him a, a, at least an eight ball.
3: Now Scientology is just <laughs> becoming an old time huckster show where we go from town to town and we're like, Chris Klein will do any drug you give him. Bring it here. Bring They're like snake
1: here. oil salesmen, but they give all the oil to Chris Klein. <laughs> it's really fucked up. I bet he's a. I bet I, I don't want, You know what? I I, leave, I don't want. You don't want to. I don't want to tarnish it. You know how you can scuff oh, man. a shiny I... stone.
3: God damn! This reminds me of a story. Like this fits right in. I went out with uh, Mitch last Friday. Oh, Mitch Rose from oh, the yeah. JP. Uh, so we went to this like, like super amazing shithole townie bar. Like it is the antithesis of dive bar, Hansi. Like, yeah, you go in, you're gonna meet a crazy person. Someone's gonna somebody's bleeding. There's always like a fistfight <laughs> with a homeless guy. Gotcha. So we go in, and there's a big back patio, so it's just Mitch and I hanging out, like, talking about, you know, like, tarot cards or whatever the fuck we're talking about. Right. Of course. <laughs> and, of course, like, the craziest googly-eyed dude just turns around and goes, you guys talking about politics? And i like, no, no. You know, like, that bartender sense, I was like, this guy's kind of fucked up. He seems like a huckster, but... Mitch, you know, Mitch being affable. He's like, "No, man, no, no." So of course the dude comes over and just starts talking to us, talking to Mitch, and I'm just like, "Yeah, he's okay." He's like, "I'm from West Virginia." "Oh, man, I'm just in, I'm coming to the big city." Uh and he's like uh, you know, just talking and telling his very he wanted to, we tried not to. Um So then it just devolves like him and his other it's, he's got this troop of people and Hansi, it reminds us me of that night. You and I just went down the rabbit hole and followed all those crazies right? to all those like after hours clubs. Cause there was like three people that did not belong together, but they were together. Yes, just, like sitting in silence. So it's only a matter of time before, like, you know, I'm talking to, trying to talk to those guys. And then this woman comes over and sits next to me. And starts talking to me, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay." And she's like, "Oh yeah, my, uh, I just got my kids back." I'm my like, oh, fuck, here we go, <laughs> you know. And she gets her phone out and she starts showing me pictures, and like every other picture is like a, a sexy picture of her. And I'm like, "Oh god, she's trying to fucking close the web on me." It's like I'm going out with my boyfriend. Uh, my hu- my boyfriend, my husband, was shot by the police. Like goes into this fucking nuts like story about like (laughs) he was in his own bed and the cops came in just like trying not to like press i'm like we gotta get the fuck out of here and she's like you know that movie unstoppable
1: nobody knows that movie
3: no and i'm like no of course not she's like it's got the guy from star trek and denzel washington chris chris pine in a train right chris pine yeah I'm like, oh, yes, yes, it's about the train. She's like, that was my father. What? And I was like, who? Denzel. And so she just starts showing me pictures of random famous people, <laughs> pointing yes. them out as if they were her family. And I'm like, Rich, we gotta fucking go. That, she's and really
1: looked, dangerous. Oh, no, she's totally she, dangerous. She, and she then killed looked, her husband. No,
3: and it was oh, yeah. just one of those, like, you go down the rabbit hole and I look over, and of course, the googly-eyed guy. Is snorting cocaine off of his telephone. No, <laughs> just like we gotta fucking get out of here, dude. Oh, I love it. And then, so Neither long story one short, provide an
2: escape from the other.
3: I got a message from Mitch because they were like, "We're going to the strip club. You guys want to go?" And we we're like, "No, I'm I'm good, man. I'm good." They're like, "Okay, see ya." And then Mitch and I did the. We sat down and we're like, "Okay." There's no way he could have like stole our wallet. There's no way, like anything. So we kind of all checked ourselves and we ended up finishing up and leaving. He got a text from Mitch the next day and he's like, Geronimo stole my phone. <laughs> like he's convinced no. the guy got into his bag and stole his telephone.
1: Oh, that's perfect. And I Mitch probably I hope Mitch didn't have like one of those Did he have does Mitch have like a flip phone or something? I don't know why. That's not a judgment. I just think like, was able, Mitch has a lesser... He, no, he had a, like, a nice big phone. phone. Oh, fuck. It was an,
3: it was an uncharac- uncharacteristically f- nice phone for Mitch.
1: Oh, damn. That sucks. That guy had his own phone it's to so do different. drugs off of. <laughs> yeah, I just
3: looked over. I heard someone go, anybody got an ID? I was like, what the fuck? And then he brought out the jankiest like corner of a garbage bag, cocaine Meth- bag. And I was yeah. like, this is going this is not going to be good.
1: I wonder if to do the drugs there, there used to be an app for your phone that was just called the mirror app. And you just clicked it oh, and God. it it's just like the kind fart of machine looked shiny like a mirror. So I wonder if before he did his drugs, he opened up the mirror app on the old screen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but it was just like, you, you just like tighten up. Cause this, I was like, this woman is fucking insane. Like, she's just pointing at, like, character actors. I know from movies, she's like, So, this is me and my uncle at the premiere of Unstoppable. I was like,
1: That's not you. (laughs) Just not even her, specifically that moment. She's a Scientologist. That's our breed, that's for sure. She's right. This, I feel like there's something bizarre going on because in this episode, we've talked about Chris Tucker, of course, Chris Klein. -hmm. Chris Pine, which rhymes with Chris Klein, and Chris O'Donnell, and the Chris Chris, Chin Bible,
3: (laughs) the Chris Chin
2: Bible. uh, We're we're working some Swarovski crystals. (laughs) Working some crystal Nacht. By the time we're (laughs) done.
1: Oh. Oh, Certainly. spicy. We don't. We have to have our own horrible event in Scientology. Instead of breaking windows, we'll kick in mailboxes. <laughs> no, we're only peace and love, but not too much. Not hippie shit for the Scientology.
3: Do you think... Yeah, we don't take no shit. D-
1: just say, and we can, we, can, we can give a wind down. Speaking of West Virginia, by the way, Casey... It's not even technically a state. No shit. Constitutionally unconstitutional.
3: Ooh, so it's like We're Puerto Rico. To...
2: It's like Hoist by their hoist by a semicolon.
1: So they're they're
3: still Virginia technically?
1: Technically. You gotta listen everybody if you wanna to know the truth about West Virginia, dudes. No you have to um <laughs> go listen to the latest yeah. episode of Malcolm Gladwell's podcast revisionist history. I don't remember the name of the episode though. Shit. Uh, well, it's uh, the one of look. it's the one about West Virginia not being real. So he goes into how you can break down the Constitution. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. He goes into how the the Constitution is broken down by punctuation and how they actually use punctuation poorly, and via that. One of the amendments in the Constitution is how a state can be formed, and technically, because West Virginia was formed while Virginia was part of the Confederacy, it didn't have congressional approval to become a state. Plus, some other bullshit. Or
2: I imagine Virginia's. Or I imagine right. Virginia's. Uh, yeah. Approval oh. either. Oh yeah.
1: Wait, was Virginia, northern or what? Southern. Southern.
2: Southern and. West Virginia, that's the whole reason they wanted to
1: That's where. So, wait, Virginia, because one of them wanted to be Confederate, to be one South. of them wanted to be Union. Which was Union? West. West was
2: Union. West. Oh, there's the was good union.
3: guys. I thought they wanted they're to the be good the racist. Mm-hmm. No, the I was against was, them. That's where uh, old Stonewall and uh, Lee and most of the generals were all Virginian. You should know that. Virginian stock stop calling myself. Canindola gotta stop Valley.
1: calling myself a civil war buff. Hey what size Virginia on?
3: <laughs> like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> you know nothing about the civil
2: civil war. The, <laughs> sign sign <Absolutely>. this sheet <laughs> that's I listened to that episode and I realized like i'm I love the minutia of punctuation and grammar, just like they were talking about on the on the podcast like the The fate of West Virginia depends on a single se- semicolon. Oh,
1: it's awesome, and I
2: love that shit. But I realized, uh, like, he- no one bothered to correct it in all these years. We could have corrected the spelling, but the punctuation, as the as the episode so aptly uh, ex- ex- exemplifies, is. Might actually change the meaning of the of the Constitution if anyone changed it. So it just went by untouched. Just just has to stay. They could change the spelling. In in other words, if there was a spelling error in the original, they could change that. But punctuation on the other one, no one felt competent enough to just switch it and make it say what they thought they. It's
3: you're making the founding Fathers way less cool now Yeah, were they Punctuation nerds
2: Were,
1: they spelling, did they, were there bad. spelling errors in the Constitution? <laughs> Which is pure, beautifully were. American Drain bottom
3: Orv, Old yeah, Orville yeah. Van Heel was there Like,
1: why do you let him write this down? Why did they use T-H-E-R-E Instead of T-H-E-I-R <laughs> That's a common mistake
2: Keep it C- C- Cloth mean. And
3: Clothes Clothes why do they past keep and past?
2: S when they mean S? They spelled, <laughs> they spelled "We the
1: People." W e e. Was that a joke? We <laughs> oui,
3: man, we <oui>, we. Oui. <laughs> Suck it, French! Yeah. Someone wrote in a raspberry <laughs> sound effect.
1: Get him out of here! Oh, see, there's a actually a shirt I thought, that would sell though. Mm-hmm. A constitution with spelling errors, and you say, "Isn't this America more America?" i mean i need to work on it <laughs> oh, a little man. bit but this is america we the people p-e-e-p-l-e
3: but it has to be that really cheap clearly like you wrote over it like yes in a, like oh just hanging in a dorm room or a fucking terrible junk shop
1: Co- old-timey constitution scroll the ghostbusters no sign over it and then underneath it just says thanks mm-hmm. trump you sell that shirt. You sell hundreds of them.
3: <laughs> That's the next protest sign.
1: <laughs> That's mine for next year for Women's March. Quote me. Constitution. Ghostbuster sign. Thanks, Trump. And on the back, Sign <laughs> <Thanks, Chad>. Scientology. <laughs> sign in. Ask me about Scientology. What if you had to sign <laughs> to keep your status, you had to sign someone new in every week? So it's a pyramid scheme? Oh. Well, but Put there's no money.
2: On top of Scientology.
1: <laughs> Listen I don't want to defame to you. Sorry. I'm already don't make me incentives. sue you guys for defaming my religion. <laughs> Gotta protect my brand.
3: Well, that's what the crystal knock is, is when Hans gets rid of Henning and I from Scientology. It's the,
1: the, the beating of the brand <laughs> night.
3: My brand stand. I'm brand standing. Henning and I have to start our spinoff off religion. Check in Tology. I don't stand. <laughs>
2: uh it <That> doesn't work.
1: <laughs> si- uh, it would have to be like um
3: you Can't use Tology. It would have to be like
1: Like what's what's Islam uh Sign, signs, long. I don't. That was weak. I, I got <laughs> Signs, <line>. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a fatwa situation right there. What What is he doing? <laughs> signs, long. Yeah, yeah. You got to sign. sign seven times. You know, it's like your alms. Seven times a day, you know. <laughs> so you got to sign your names. You got you to gotta <laughs> sign your name seven times a day. But uh, every every hour, sign your name. I feel, like, I feel like that's gone off the rails a little bit.
3: Signs lob. Login.
2: I have a... Uh, speaking of movies, uh, I watched an hour ago. where I, When I should have made the segue. I watched Avengers. Don't worry about it. You guys uh, see that?
1: The, the new one? Yeah. Or Infinity, original, War? Original. Infinity War. <laughs> I, saw, I saw. I saw it at a drive-in last week.
3: I haven't seen it yet, but I, Feel I've like... heard. I've heard title I oh, didn't see it. <laughs> no. baby don't want to go to no movie. My... I just saw Black Panther last week. Nice.
1: <laughs> Here is my review of Avengers. It is the bane of any significant other that's forced to go see a superhero movie. Both. Not because Both. it's Not bad, but because it is unapologetically... Uh... Uninformed. No, that's not how you say it. It unapologetically does not inform its audience. You better have seen every Marvel movie prior, or you're just gonna go, Who the fuck is this guy? And why like why are they at this location and what is this like it which is fine. If you like the movies, Mm -hmm. then you should watch them all or read the comics or follow the the arcs. But if you're not, you're just like, I fucking hate you, Chris Klein, for bringing me to this movie. You
3: <laughs> knew I had never seen him. Getting before. a divorce. <laughs> Chris Klein just wants to do drugs and sleep and you're like <laughs> You
2: could get Chris Klein a, a part in some Marvel the the you know, the B team Marvel.
3: Yeah, like an, not as in a mechanic
2: Marvel something. movie.
3: He would be yeah. like in like Guardians, like an alien. Like oh. he's in that collector's museum. Unfortunately, oh, like
2: Chris the chameleon, he can, he looks like no one and everybody.
1: Nope. Chris Klein has the fate of the original Superman, George Reeves. So no matter what movie he's in, <laughs> if it's a bit part, everybody else go, Was that Chris Klein? Or like, is that the who guy who fucked the
3: pie? Who's that? It wasn't even Who's me! Who's that guy?
1: Like, he's just too, he's too perfect. You can't have Chris Klein in any film ever again. Unless it's a Chris Klein vehicle, which could happen. If we're yeah. if we get into Hollywood, if Hollywood finally gets cleaned out of all its showbies Chris Klein yeah. could be tooting a flute bomb in you know Band Camp the movie.
3: What do you think of Avengers? Hen. So yeah, I know you hate Doctor Strange. I can, so how I can did do that another
2: sit with you. I can do another Marvel rant. I got another Marvel rant <laughs> in me. I guess. Just. Like you said, that's a good point, Case. They're done with... Or maybe, maybe Han said this. They're done with character development and world building. And those are usually my favorite parts of a movie, where they let you know what the characters are, and they they set the scene. They're all done with that, because they took care of it in other movies. In this movie, yeah. it's just CG people uh, punching each other, which is another dumb thing, because like Thanos is supposed to be the the most powerful being in the universe and Doctor Strange has mind powers and shit. They could they could literally warp reality, but all they're doing is shooting bigger beams yeah. of light at each other or punching each other. So you can't
3: warp reality around it. Hmm?
2: They said his punches are so like strong
3: a- you can't warp
2: reality around. It. <laughs> <laughs> at one point he throws a black hole at one point, Thanos throws a black hole at Doctor Strange, and like it's just a bigger ball of energy. It's not doing anything a black hole would be. Oh, so you just, just like would do. Carl they're just Sagan saying in there. They're just saying that's a black hole, but I didn't. This is some it.
1: hawk shit.
3: I know. Henning just wants the Sag Vengers Infinity Hawks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I what I want is a little imagination in the fight scenes. If you say it's a black Too hole, much. do it right. If it, if it's a mind battle between two crazy gods, do something else than shoot laser beams at each other. Like the best the best mind battle was uh, Madame Mim and Merlin in *Sword oh, and Stone*. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So good. And you yeah, knew yeah. you knew they're they're not shooting lasers. They're turning into different creatures that could one-up each other. It made sense, semantically. You knew what was going on, and Merlin, in the end, did, spoilers, outwit, not outpunch her. Uh, Well, then he uh, shoots her with the machine gun and
3: drives away in his Ferrari, bro. (laughs) I will say
1: one thing, the one thing that I took away from Avengers was that was on the nose, as you're saying. Like, all right, guys, a little imagination. They were like, let's make this famous small actor a giant. No spoilers. Oh, yeah. But I was like, what is
3: happening? Who is? Is it a uh, Dinklage? No spoilers. Oh, yes, they make Peter Dinklage Sorry. a giant. That seems a giant spicy. dwarf. A
2: giant I space get- dwarf.
3: Yeah, is he a space? F- did they so they didn't CG him the way like when in uh, it always comes back to Kingpin, baby. When they gave Woody Harrelson his hair back when he did Kingpin, they did they CG Dinklage into like normal size giant, it into that? or did they just click and expand image and he's just a big version of Peter Dinklage?
1: I think they made the set out of dolls' furniture and just made him look <laughs> large. <laughs> That's so wrong. Just smash around. That's just wrong. But, I don't know. Everything's
2: I, I, fucking shot on a green screen anyway, so that you can just isolate Peter Dinklage's images and scale it up, I would think.
1: I don't, don't want to do most any more spoilers ads, for Casey, because I wanted to ask Casey a genuine question about Thanos, but I'm going to wait till you see it.
3: No, ask. I, I mean, I've read the comic, I'm, I know what happened. Is
1: Thanos... Uh, genuinely like an empathetic character like his just in the comics is his destruction like does he genuinely justify it in his head as like universe saving
3: uh that's a good thing in the comic and i'm not a huge fan of the infinity the original was called the infinity gauntlet (laughs) which is obviously what he has in the movie and be, it's so dumb. I don't have to describe it. I can barely get it out. In the comic, he gets the Infinity Gauntlet with all the Infinity Stones. Yep. And all he wants to do, he is horny for death, like the living incarnation of death, which is like a cute yeah, chick death. in a robe. Hella. Uh, no. Yeah, not. But yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's like a nineties chick in a robe.
2: Like on um, the. Um, um, uh, Sandman's version of Death?
3: Kind of, but not even less like nuanced than that. Like It's just a
2: robed figure. Just like a goth babe?
3: Not even. Yeah, just like a, the lady version of Chris Klein in a robe. <laughs> I gotcha. <you>. Pretty unforgettable. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> uh, so the whole point is he was like, he's trying to impress Death, and he has all this power, and he's trying to do all this stuff, and she doesn't give a fuck, so he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna kill half the universe with the snap of my finger. It's gonna beat death out of
1: her own game.
3: No, he wants to like get her all horny, so he's oh, like I'm gonna give you the best off. I've taken in the world. her job basically. She's so that's the crux jobs. of the story. He snaps his finger, half the universe dies, disappears, and then the comic starts and they gotta go across the universe to fight him.
0: Total
1: no spoilers, but total shift in Thanos's character.
3: He's very, yeah, he's very classic, like, ah, I wring my hands and I'm evil. That's what looks, I was looking for, yeah.
1: This Thanos is... Um, could use a little more Chris Klein. They
2: made him... They made him <laughs> empathetic.
3: Chris... Cl- <laughs> I just want to throw Chris Klein like a, a hundo. and just like, could you read all the uh, Thanos lines from the Infinity War script? I'll just film you. That
1: see that's why I (laughs) wish I was in New York. Go under St. Mark's. Bill your show. What is the show? Chris Klein reads. It's a table read of Avengers with Chris Klein as Thanos, and
3: he reads every part. (laughs) Yes,
1: just him. He doesn't know (laughs) what one man show means. He's just Chris Klein reading. He's just Chris Klein reading the opposite words of Fountainhead. that shit would sell out it would be at the public
3: i know we've talked about it before but we could have sold we nearly sold out one of our our sketch shows because we had bob saying it on the poster that's it
1: or we had we put the (laughs) let's bring it full back circle in this episode
3: we had people come to our
1: show because we called a show the world's fattest twins and two midwestern moms were like so where are those fat twins (laughs) We, we to were promised people.
3: fat twins.
1: <laughs> That's why Chris Klein will be the the, the when you click on scientology.com his face will appear to give it legitimacy, or lack thereof. I mean, I guess it'll not legitimacy, but at least it'll be non-threatening.
2: Yeah. And then yeah, when, you, when you when you sign Klein. your name
1: and click send, he <laughs> toots it up his
3: nose. <laughs> It's not a drug, it's just your email. (laughs) That face says it all.
1: Emails are a drug, by the way. How many times do you check your email a day?
2: Once. Anymore? Once. (laughs) Really? It's all Facebook Messenger now.
1: Oh my god. I just figured it all out. Who right. wants you to check your emails, mm-hmm. Gmail? Who owns Gmail? Mm-hmm. Google. Who's got the deep pockets? Google. How, what could make people check their emails more? Scientology.com. <laughs> Gotta make sure that <laughs> sign-in works. Sell it to Google.
3: Google presents Scientology.
2: I could have. They
1: could buy. It could be the next acquisition.
2: So Google incepted this idea into your mind before the episode.
3: No, I'm just saying
1: or they could buy advertising goal. time on... We could put the Google logo on a sidebar for Scientology.com to advertise Google. Symbiotic relationship because you have to use Google to search for Scientology.
3: Google AdSense. Yeah.
1: I think Guri, Gurgurvich, whoever... What are their names here? Guri and Linus? I
3: forget. <laughs> I don't know who started
1: Google.
2: <laughs> Larry and Sergey.
1: Oh, I was close with Sergey.
3: <laughs> you never getting in with Google when he hears you called him Gurgi. I I don't think Google, (laughs) I think they sold Google didn't
2: they?
1: Or do they still own it? Didn't they sell it to Bill Gates? Uh,
2: They sold it to Musk.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe they stepped down as CEOs but still own it and make money off it. I don't know either.
1: I don't trust them. But I'd get into bed with them in a heartbeat.
3: Get them on this dirigible thing.
1: Well, I just have to learn their names first. And I'm bad with names. Right.
2: They're Silicon Valley millionaires. <laughs> they want really? their white dirigibles.
1: I Don't they make Speaking like a million dollars a day? Or is that Michael Jordan?
3: That was Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan still? In the 90s.
1: I remember seeing some oh, bullshit. Even before like internet things were a thing. It was early on. They're like, Michael Jordan makes a million dollars a day. Bill Gates makes a million dollars a second. It's like, whoa,
3: we don't have uh, food I don't know to if eat. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but it sounds like a Michael Jordan sized thing. Just you saying, oh, Michael Jordan made a million dollars a day. Someone told me that uh, ESPN 30 for 30 teamed up with Netflix and they're doing a 10 episode documentary about Michael Jordan.
1: That's too much documentary.
3: I was going to say, that's about eight episodes too long in my opinion. Uh, well, where where's the Michael Jordan
1: hashtag him to? There, aren't there all these stories about him just walking in uninvited to like when he was at the University of North Carolina, just walking into the woman's locker room and being like,
3: pull, sitting no, on I his heard balls? a story. Uh, uh, a, a woman I worked with went to college in uh, Chicago. And okay. she was like, I would see he would just walk into the ladies dorm and just be like, I'm Michael Jordan. Unacceptable. Which he didn't Unless he just did dribble drills. He,
2: it. he just... He
3: he presented himself to a building full of women and whatever happened, happened.
1: Alright. I just... I think he's got... He's got more than basketballs in his closet. That's all I'm saying. But he does have so many closets I mean, full there of
3: basketballs. His dad's ghost. <laughs> haunting Maybe him. Maybe there is enough
2: for a ten-episode doc.
3: For mm-hmm. Gergi, he got... Gurgi sent the Mafia after him. for basketballs. <laughs> I wish it was that simple. It's just like, I need another house. Do any basketballs? Really? <laughs> just deflate them. I'm building a
1: garage then.
2: You finally track down Michael Always Jordan's secret vault. It's Geraldo outside the closet. Get ready, everybody, for the crime of the century. Opens the door and just Hundred basketballs dribble out.
3: I just want a video Very of comical. Michael Jordan, Scrooge McDucking into a giant vault full of basketballs. <laughs> oh,
1: so such a beautiful you just image. Through,
3: which would be horrific. Yes, if you jumped
1: into a, a a ball pit of basketballs, think of the rubber burns.
2: You'd bounce, probably. I think.
3: No, I don't think you'd be make like
2: it in jumping on a big old trampoline.
3: I think uh, but Mike spine. he's the best at everything. <laughs> Michael Jordan was paralyzed today.
1: He could still dunk. That's what a picture of Michael Jordan in a wheelchair and it just says he could still dunk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's true is this is a picture of a wheelchair flying from the free throw line. The
1: classic Jordan logo you know, it's but it's him in a wheelchair.
3: <laughs> he
1: could still yes. dunk. I mean, and that's pro. You know what I'm saying. That's pro disability.
2: <laughs> Positive message. Yeah. And the chair would be like a leather leather barca lounger. Full of
1: just like a, gulps. that's like that's too spicy. It's that's like, like unrealistic comedy. with like you know the thing that you press to put the the, the to recline but it's extra yeah. s- a springy, so it springs you out for a dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's taking it too far.
0: <laughs> you, know, you,
1: know that, you know what that tells us? We're doomed?
2: That it's, mm-hmm. that it's been an hour?
1: It's been an hour. It has indeed. It's been a a, a rich, fulfilling hour full of New ideas, Strange innovations, dream. lot to brew Religions,
3: on. Religions, deities, people in wheelchairs dunking.
1: I don't know what's more disturbing. The fact that one of Henning's favorite movies is The Week Of.
3: <laughs> it
2: is not. Wait. Jerk practice, jerk practice.
0: Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah.
1: All right, uh, let me think. Cause I'm, I'm going, I'm going okay. while, while we're here, uh, check out jerkpractice.com signs, intology, dot dot soon. Mm-hmm. By the time you heard this episode, if you're listening from episode one, it's up, <laughs> uh, rate review. <laughs> we're on Facebook. Rate review,
3: sign, signs in.
1: At jerkpracticepod. The episodes will now be fresh and ready every Monday morning. My schedule changed, so I got to edit mm-hmm. Sundays. I'm, I'm, we're going out. First thing you hear, baby, Monday morning, sign the book. I signed Are you, in. Did I I'm miss sorry. anything?
3: And there's nothing you can do about it.
1: There isn't, once I got it. Steaming, helping. Yeah. <laughs> jerk practice.
2: First thing in the week.
1: Yes. A candy steam full of cream, <laughs> baby.
3: <laughs> no, I'm just imagining, like, those New York days of, like, waking up Monday morning and being, like, cripplingly hungover and just the first thing that I listened to.
1: Oh, I think a jerk practice podcast. Us talking about candy Steve. If you're truly hungover, I think the jerk practice podcast would make you so sick. So sick. <laughs> like, more, I can't think of some, I, a, a big steak sandwich with creamy mayonnaise. And uh, and you know a glass of egg yolks wouldn't make you sicker than hearing
3: about Chris Klein for two hours. Oh my God! Even his mom doesn't want to listen. She's like, "I love hearing my son's name." She doesn't love it. (laughs) That's the crux of his downfall.
1: He was always seeking his mother's love.
3: Tom Cruise
2: seduced his mom. So you think it's. It's best to do a a Monday podcast. Are we a Monday podcast now?
1: Well, I can put it because Sundays are my days off now. Well, or so of
2: Thursday. I
1: can... Well, Henning likes Thursday. If well, I just announced. Now I'm gonna have to keep this in. <laughs> so we're going back to Thursdays, which is fine.
2: Which is fine. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Of course, do it on do it on Monday. Everyone will appreciate the early as early as it can be.
1: That was
3: backtracking.
1: So now we're back to Mondays. Now I don't know what. So now that I edited that out, <laughs> and now I got to come back in with Mondays. I feel like people are confused.
3: I think I could make a good argument for Wednesday. Oh, let's hear
1: it. I say we <laughs> come out Monday? every day of the week. Let's quit our jobs, <laughs> get that website up and running, and we got nothing but time.
3: And just do our equivalent of Howard Stern,
1: and we'll be deities. And you know what else I need if I'm going to be the leader of? scientology.com i want a shirt a blue shirt with extra arms on the sides
3: you know <laughs> like Sheba. instead of instead of like fringe it's sideways fringe yes like lateral fringe <laughs> those scientology guys don't understand fringe
1: or Signon scientology that they don't have those do they have deities and all right we're done with scientology so look for the podcast either monday Wednesday or thursday Love you, there's nothing you can do about it. If you're reading Bottom Drain, that would go, we hate you, and you can do something about it.
3: (laughs) No, we hate you, do something about it. Ooh, that sounds like like a trumpet. We need red hats (laughs) to say that. We
1: hate you, do something. (laughs) (laughs) And now, Drain Bottom by L. Rind Hibbard, Chapter 1. Paragraph 1. Portiono Uno. Pater Gietic. Randy Horns cried. She cowered, fully clothed, in the middle of the plains. The sky was grand above her, a heated implosion of sand tunneled down to the water under heavy waves. The sky was fluid, the ether steadfast. The ether has the grounding of eternity in peacetimes, when suction pushes back on suction, and the tranquility is thrown in haste more commonplace than stillness. The ether dimmed dry as dust. To be continued. Sinontology.com And now, a word from our spokesperson. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey, by the way, you guys have Mandy Moore in here. Yes. She is an angel of all angels. I don't know if you guys saw American Dreams that her and I did together, uh, where I too sing, hopefully better here, than I did up there. That was acting. This may be slight singing, but she is just a dream come true. You should hire her on the spot. She's amazing. Anyway, that's my own personal. I love Mandy Moore's scenario. Let's go, shall we, right. before I embarrass myself further. Are <laughs> okay, we? all right, Mark. Yes. All right, here, here we go. go. I wasn't jealous before we met. Now every man that I see is a potential threat. And I'm possessive, it isn't nice. You heard me saying that smoking was my only vice. Isn't true now, everything is new, and all I've learned has overturned. I beg of you. like shooting a sitting duck a little small talk a smile and baby i was stuck i still don't know what you've done with me a grown-up woman should never fall so easily i feel a kind of fear when i don't have you near Unsatisfied, I skip my pride, I beg you dear. Having fun? I've been hearing all about Donna and the Dynamos, the world tour. (laughs) Well, the Sky and Sophie world tour is going to be so tame in comparison. The what? When we get off this island and get out there. What? You'd never leave me, would you? Are you kidding? Sophie, you've turned my world upside down. I wasn't jealous before we met. Heard me saying that smoking was my only vice. But now it isn't true. Now everything is new. And all I've learned is overturned. I beg of you.